0: A reading from John the sixth chapter when the crowd saw that neither Jesus nor his disciples were beside the sea they themselves got into the boats and went to Capernaum looking for Jesus when they found him on the other side of the sea they said to him rabbi when did you come here Jesus answered them very truly I tell you you are looking for me not because you saw signs but because you ate your fill of the loaves Do not work for food that perishes, but for the food that endures for eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. For it is the Son of Man that God the Father has sealed. Then he said to Jesus, What must we do to perform the works of God? Jesus answered them, This is the work of God that you believe in the one whom God has sent. So they said to him, What sign are you going to give us then, so that we may see it and believe you? What work are you performing? Our ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness, as it is written. He gave them bread from heaven to eat. Then Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, it was not Moses who gave you the bread from heaven, but it is my Father who gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is that which comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. They said to him, Sir, give us this bread always. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. The Gospel of the Lord. Good morning, and grace and peace to you. As I mentioned at the beginning of the service, this is the second week of what the writers of the lectionary have appointed as Bread Sundays, or the bread stories in the Gospel of John. We began last Sunday with the story of the feeding of over 5,000 people with just five barley loaves and two fish, and there were leftovers. This sign, this miracle, is one more clue of Jesus being more than just your average prophet. When the people saw the sign that he has done, they began to say, this is indeed the prophet who has come into the world. The next day, when they notice that he is no longer with them, they go looking for Jesus and his disciples. When they found him on the other side of the sea, they said to to him, Rabbi, when did you come here? Jesus answered them, Very truly I tell you, you are looking for me not because you saw signs, but because you ate the fill of the loaves. Do not work for the food that perishes, but for the food that endures for eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. Or in another translation we hear, Do not waste your energy striving for perishable food like that, Work for the food that sticks with you, food that nourishes you for your lasting life, food the Son of Man provides. The crowd seeks Jesus out. They are on a mission to find him. He has something they need. But do they really know what they want from Jesus? Is it another sign or miracle to be part of a movement? Or maybe they don't know where they will get their next meal and all they want is is food. What they receive, though, is so much more than food to fill their bellies and nourishment for the day. They are offered something more than a sign, so much more complex than just food, that it could be difficult to understand or comprehend the greatness of the relationship they are being offered to them as a gift. I don't know about you, but I have a complicated relationship with food. I am lucky enough where I have never gone without. But I know this is not the case for others. And that could be a whole other sermon series. Trust me, I know. Over the years, my relationship with food has ebbed and flowed. I've sugar detoxed, eliminated processed carbs, including bread, embraced meatless Mondays, and cut back on red meat for health and carbon emissions. These last two have stuck. You see, I love good food, sometimes too much. And yet I can be a picky eater and easily get disappointed. Baking and cooking food for others gives me joy, but I've come to understand that it's not just about the relationship I have with the actual food that means something to me. It is sitting around the table, preparing and sharing a meal together, no matter how simple or complex, and it's the people, the relationships, that come with the food that I value the most. I share this because food is so central to our lives and even our relationships, and it's something many of us take for granted and others are begging for. But Jesus flips the script and makes food more than food. That which God provided for God's people, bread and water, Jesus now offers the crowd. Jesus is able to give what God is able to give, sustenance for life. Jan Richardson, in her writings from a painted prayer book, reflects on the scripture with the following. Jesus is clear in calling them to discern the difference between what fills the belly and what fills the soul. At the same time, he well understands the ways that the hunger of the body and the hunger of the soul intertwine, and how both are at play when it comes to food. This is, after all, the man who so loved to share a meal with all sorts of companions, When he wants to convey the essence of who he really is in word and in action, it is to food, to the gifts of the earth that Jesus turns. Wheat, bread, wine. In his hands, food is more than food. It is an enduring symbol of and a gift from the one who offers his very being to meet our deepest hunger and our keenest thirst. The crowd is curious about this food that Jesus offers and wants to know more and continues to ask questions of Jesus. What must we do to perform the works of God? He answers, this is the work of God, that you believe in him who he has sent. What sign are you going to give us then, so that we may see it and believe you? What work are you performing? Our ancestors ate man in the wilderness, as it is written, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. Jesus said to them, It was not Moses who gave you the bread from heaven, but it is my Father who gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is that which comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. They said to him, Sir, give us this bread always. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. The food that Jesus refers to is himself. Jesus is the bread that fulfills all of our hunger and our thirst. This food is for eternal life. It's relational, it's ancestral, and it's more than a memory of something from the past. The bread of life is a gift, and there is nothing you need to do but to believe and to be open to what God is doing in your life and in the world. I am the bread of life, Jesus declares. In this first of seven I am statements found in the Gospel of John, Jesus affirms his relationship as someone of significance, more than a teacher, prophet, or king. Jesus gives those in the crowd who sought him out something more than a sign or a miracle. Jesus invites them to receive food that will not perish. Jesus promises the gift of himself. And while the crowd might, not have, might have thought they needed another sign or miracle, Jesus knew differently. To paraphrase the Reverend Otis Moss III of Trinity United Church of Christ in Chicago, the miracle of the feeding was not enough to sustain them. And the memory of the miracle was also not enough. God doesn't want you to live in the memory of what God does. God wants you to be fed every day so that we may walk with God every single day. This is not a one-time event. And that's what I think Jesus was declaring when he says, I am the bread of life. He's telling them that I am with you always, not just when you're physically hungry or spiritually thirsty, not just when you need something or want another sign or miracle from God, but always. Because this relationship with God isn't temporary. Jesus is for life. Jesus reminds all who are gathered that God has been with them and at work in their lives and has been in relationship with them since the very beginning. God provided for their ancestors in the wilderness as we heard in the readings from Psalm and from Exodus and God would provide for them again. In the evening the quails came up and covered the camp and in the morning there was a layer of dew on the camp. When the layer of dew lifted there was a There on the surface of the wilderness was a fine, flaky substance, as fine as frost on the ground. And they ask, what is it? It was bread from God, bread in a place where there could not be bread since there were no grain fields and no bakeries in the wilderness. God had provided for them. God did not abandon them even when they forgot who had rescued them from the land of Egypt and from Pharaoh's rule. God met their needs with the gift of food, fulfilling their hunger, both physically and spiritually. And God did this because God was in relationship with them from from creation in the garden, through the story of Noah and the flood, the promises made to Abraham and Sarah, the comings and goings of the houses of Jacob, Esau, Ruth, and David. God was with them in Babylon, in the fiery furnace, and in the lion's den. God's with them then, and God is with them now at the shore of the sea, speaking to Jesus as they questioned the work they needed to do to receive the food that does not perish but leads to eternal life. And God is with us too, even today. As human creatures created in God's image, we also hunger and seek for food that does not perish but brings eternal life. Author, theologian, and civil rights leader Howard Thurman put it this way, Deep is the hunger of the human heart and the human spirit. We hunger for justice and peace. We hunger for love and forgiveness. We hunger for signs and miracles. And yes, we even hunger for food. For food that nourishes, food that fulfills, and food that gives life. Abundant and eternal life. We hunger for relationship with the one who died, rose again, and is the bread of life. And thankfully, we have been given this gift of food in Jesus, who boldly declares that I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Jesus invites and opens this up to all of us through the Scriptures and at this table. And all we have to do is believe, to have faith, and to taste and see the grace eternal, taste and see that God is good. Thanks be to God. Amen.